Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Friday the 3rd of November. Today I'm joined for the last time this week by Duncan Balkan, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Duncan. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm uh, very well, thank you. I, I can't believe we're around to Friday again already, but other, other than that, I'm, I'm very well. How are you? Oh, uh, yeah, good, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing how quickly it goes. Uh, time flies when you're having fun. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so talking of which, um, which story would you uh, like to... By the way, today's, I think, is possibly the longest... You know the one, uh, the Watson's Daily that had the most stories I've ever done. I think it's just there was so much good stuff that I thought I can't. It's very difficult to cut. I mean, obviously, whenever I do it, I cut down uh, uh, the number of stories. But you know, there was so much good stuff today. So, um, so yeah. So out of that, what did you uh, what did you choose? Yeah, like you like said, absolute bumper edition today. So plenty to read over the weekend for people if today was a, yeah. bit, a bit too much. Um, but I've picked a story from the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. um, about uh, Amazon um, uh, closing down its uh, clothing stores. Mm-hmm. So for those people that aren't aware, because I think a lot of people might not be aware of this, Amazon did have until recently or until next week, actually, they haven't shut them yet, um, mm-hmm. two Amazon style stores. Yeah. Um, one in Columbus, Ohio and one in Glendale, California. Um, so this was a bit a bit of a brief foray into apparel sales for uh, Amazon. They were kind of hoping these stores were going to bring the kind of convenience of, you know, the Amazon experience that people are used to, um, as well as having a physical presence. Um, so they were obviously really hoping these were going to be successful, um, trying to offer the usual kind of great prices, good selection, and I say convenience that, that Amazon's kind of known for. Obviously, they've not been as successful as they thought, because um, yeah, as of next week, I think it's the ninth, they're shutting them down. Um, they are quite nicely, I think, for a modern company. They are actually trying to make sure that all the staff that will be losing, well, I'm a, inverted commas, losing their jobs as a result of these uh, stores shutting down, aren't actually losing their jobs and find something else within the company. Um, but this particular foray into into kind of physical locations is is kind of at an end now for Amazon. Um, and this kind of it kind of is showing a pattern, I think, developing with Amazon in the sense that every time they try something that's not e-tail, as mm. in not online shopping, mm-hmm. it doesn't go so well for them. Mm. And that kind of, it shouldn't be massively surprising, I guess, because, you know, they are really good at the online thing. Mm. So every, anything, I think, that isn't as successful is going to look like a failure by comparison. Mm. But also, actually, I don't think the Amazon kind of, experience translates that well face to face i know they go on about the convenience and the selection of things and that's all good but that's exactly i think what most consumers want at their fingertips on a phone i think if you go to a physical location you're probably looking for a slightly different experience maybe you're looking for something face to face or maybe you're going out because you're looking for something more specialist and we've talked a lot i think over the last few years about how the high street and the successful high street brands are the ones that now offer an experience mm. as well as well as the actual products you go to buy. Mm. And I think the kind of, when Amazon fall into marketplace with just a massive selection of everything, um, no real target demographic because, you know, they, they do a literally a selection across all, all kind of areas. Mm. It doesn't really fit into that experiential kind of um, shopping um, mm. type, type thing that I think you need now to be successful mm. on the high street. I mean, it's worth saying that obviously Amazon still do have physical presence because they've got, 
their kind of Whole Foods thing. Mm. But that was an established business before Amazon took it over. So I'm not sure they can really claim credit in terms of, oh, look at this physical business that we're doing really well with. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, I, other than that, which is obviously doing okay, Amazon Fresh, Amazon Go, you know, the kind of idea of going into a shop and walking out with just with your phone in your pocket and not having to actually see a cashier, I think it's a bit gimmicky. And I'm not sure will translate well to other areas other than food because you know, there's a massive risk of shoplifting, I think, if you if you try and translate that to apparel or translate that to, to other items. And I think that, obviously, this is another sign that Amazon and physical locations aren't such a good match. And I think they should really just double down on what they're really good at and, and, and sell online. And, you know, they, they, they've got such kind of a monopoly on that in terms of how well they do. I, I, I don't see the need to keep pursuing these kind of physical... Um, businesses mm. so yeah so i just found this very interesting this morning obviously you you'd expect amazon to be good at everything to turn their hand to because of the wealth they've got behind them but obviously it doesn't work that way um so i just found it yeah really interesting what's your take on this one yeah i think again you made some great points um i would say that the prospect of you know if you were thinking of uh of going clothes shopping um i don't think amazon style is going to be something that would be at the top of everyone's list uh, to go to no, just because not. because it just even the name sounds bland i mean maybe if it was called gangnam style <laughs> uh <laughs> you had to do i had to do a, a, the appropriate dance as you went in uh, would be yeah. now that would be good um so you know anyone out there uh, wanting to do that um you know please do um but um but yeah i mean amazon style doesn't it doesn't sound amazing and the other thing as well no offense to the cities that um it, it was in i mean if you want to have a clothes store or something surely you want to go to i don't know paris or milan or something like that you know to give it a bit more cachet um, or at least go to state capitals you know? yeah yeah <laughs> i mean you know but so that's i don't know it just seems like i don't know it just seems to me like everything they do outside of their core business is very half-hearted um and i kind of think i mean maybe this is just me but i'd say you either want to go big or go home and i, I think that with um with what they were trying to do I I don't know. I just think it's a waste of time. I mean, if you're going to do it, properly do it. Don't yeah. just half, uh, you know, half do it. <laughs> I was going to well, say something else then, but yeah. Two stores isn't exactly a concerted effort. No, for, no. For a company the size of Amazon, it's a, yeah. oh, we're going to dabble up. We're going to dip mm. our toe in here and see what happens. Mm. And pulling out quite quickly, like in terms of the, the how long they've given this project, I guess, a chance mm. to work. Mm. It's, it's not great. And, but the reason, another reason I think people go to these kind of go to a high street shop is because mm. they can try things on and play around with styles. But Amazon actually offer that online as well. Mm. So you can, you've got a, a prime try before you buy, which gives you a week, mm. I think, to, to sample clothes before you decide whether you want to keep them or not without paying mm. up front. So, mm. yeah, and like you say, they haven't really fully committed to it as an idea, and that mm. it's just never going to go well if you don't fully commit. No, and 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 I think that you know, retail is a very it's a very mature market. It's a very competitive market, pretty much wherever you go. Yeah. Um, you've got to have a thing, you know, like say you've got to have, you, you've either got to be cool or you, and, or you've got to um, have a specific demographic. Mm. And I don't think that Amazon has either. And that's why it mainly why it's failed, but also just a half hearted attempt at doing this is, 
not get me. You know, maybe they did it for market research purposes, but what are you actually going to learn from just two outlets? Nothing really. And like I say, I think you either go big or go home. And as for the other stuff, you know, the, um, uh, you know, Amazon Go, um, I, and I, I'm sure people are, you know, maybe I may, I may be completely wrong here, but I just don't think it will get adopted. I really don't. I think that um, the only independent shops will not be able to. So um, Amazon go, Amazon's thinking, I think, of selling the technology so that it can be used in other shops rather than having loads and loads of Amazon goes, for instance. Mm. And I just think that, you know, if you're an independent, you won't be able to afford you won't be able to afford it, you know, to, to have it installed as well as the rent and as well as everything else. And if you're larger, you might be able to afford it. But do you want to? Because it's an extra cost that you really don't have to. Why, you know, why, why is there this thing? What is so bad? I mean, OK, it's bad if you're stuck in a, in a bit of a queue and stuff, but. Let's face it, first world problems. Oh, it's not that bad. And you know, actually, at the moment, if you want to, if you want to um, shop and 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 do it, you know, robotically, you, you you've got plenty of options in terms of self scanning. You know, that's yeah. what you do. I mean, I I know I'm 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 old school, but it's okay because I'm old. Um, and and I just you know when I go to um, shops generally like if it's a sainsbury's or let's say an mns um it you know i generally try to go to to the cashier because i'm kind of you know i i want to i want you know i used i used to work i used to do that right and and i'm like i, I want to help you keep your job um you know rather than go to another you know to another machine and just do the scanning myself um but uh, but anyway you know it's one of those things um i i think that I think that that was, and you touched on this, you know, I think that if lots of shops um, had this technology, I think it would be a disaster because we only saw recently what happened with um, when there were campaigns that were organized on social media platforms. I've forgotten which ones, which essentially said, let's all go and shoplift at, you know, JD sports or, or, or something. Um, and, um, and you know the idea being presumably that if enough people turned up and shop did you know and engaged in shoplifting there's not much that the security guards could do because they'd just be overrun there'd be too many you know maybe they'd be able to catch one or two but sheer force of numbers would make would mean that they would lose a lot um and and actually think that you know that said i know that recently there were lots of retailers that got together to ask the government to change the law to make these kinds of crimes more serious. Cause at the moment they're not treated. They, they are way down on the list of priorities yeah. um, for the police. So, so I think that that would be a disaster. I mean, it's interesting, maybe Amazon goes like proof of concepts, but I don't see it being anything but a bit of a gimmick for Amazon. I think Amazon need to stick to what they do best um, you know, maybe have other categories, but I think they also have to realise that they're not going to be a category. And everyone, including investors, have to realise they are not going to be category killers in every area they go. I mean, look, you know, groceries is is a prime example. When they bought Whole Foods back in, I think it was 2017, everyone thought, oh, no, that's it. That's the end for supermarkets. Well, it's not. 
They don't. I mean, you know, Whole Foods is still bigger in America than it is here. I bet you a lot of people here have never set foot into a Whole, whole Foods in their life um, and and may never do. I don't know. But um, and in terms of the offering on there, they've got um, agreements with uh, various supermarkets. I think they they have at least been in, in talks with Waitrose recently, for instance. But I don't think that it's the way, you know, groceries is the way to go for them. Yes, by all means, they can they can be the distribution, perhaps. Well, um, that is their strength, isn't it? Logistics yeah. distribution is their strength. But they're not going to, I don't think they're going to bring anything earth shattering to that marketplace. No. It's already so established. And mm. because they're not the first to get there with delivery services for food, mm. like Asda and Tesco have been doing it for years. Yeah. I don't think they're really going to be able to get a foothold and, and take over anything in that marketplace. Yeah. There's, there's, I don't think there's anything massively innovative and earth shattering you can bring to that anymore. No. So they said it, they might get a bit of money out of it, it might benefit Waitrose a bit. Mm. but it's not going to be a massive new area of business for them i don't think mm. could be wrong but yeah you know. <laughs> yeah no we'll see anyway but i think it's uh yeah we'll obviously have to monitor the situation but you know other than that though i think recently they they did um have quite good results so you know they are they are doing they're doing pretty well at the moment oh well Always, always a nice to have a silver lining, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, no, like I said, Amazon is still going to be a massive company either way. It's just interesting to see them take on a few ventures that work and some that don't work. Yeah. And kind of see, yeah, like I said, I think finding a niche is, is a kind of key to success in that in some of those marketplaces. And I just yeah. don't think, yeah, I think that they've got too many fingers and too many pies and too widely spread, I think, to, to ever really mm. hit a niche like that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was what I found interesting in today's Watson's Daily. What was your mm-hmm. favourite story, Peter? So, yeah, I thought I'd better talk about the Bletchley Park stuff because obviously that's a big event that's been gone on over the last two days. It's historic. I think, you know, the, for, for, my, for my money, I would say that the biggest achievement there is, is getting so many big hitters under one roof. Mm. Um, I mean, you've, I, I, you know, God knows why Macron didn't go. Um, Biden is probably just didn't go because I presume that they just want to, you know show the world that we're so big we don't care yeah. uh you know we we do our, our own stuff they always do they always do this they always do this i mean you know but um but i mean to be fair america is the biggest in this and it, it does have the biggest companies that are involved in this um but uh but anyway i think that that's one of the major achievements is that the event happened anyway i think another achievement is that they got the chinese there um, I wonder whether that would have happened had it been held in America, for instance. Um, apparently, there's going to be another one held um, next year, I think, uh, and that's mm-hmm. going to be in France. So, you know, to be honest, Macron missed out there. You see, because he could have, he could have, uh, could have um, worked out, you know, what what to do next year. You know, what yeah. what you know what canapes to choose and stuff like that. You know, um, so he'll do well to find a venue quite <laughs> perfect in France, won't he? As I well, know. honestly, <laughs> all places have a venue for something like that. Bletchley Park, I know, really I know. perfect. I mean, the only, perfect. I think the only thing that could have been even better at Bletchley Park is if. Um, um, Benedict Cumberbatch had been welcoming welcoming them in or something in full in, costume. That would yeah, be perfect. Yeah, in character as yeah. uh, Alan Turing. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it would have been good. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, so it went really well. It went well, you know, as well as it could do. There was, you know, there was a there was a landmark agreement uh, which got um, companies to agree to basically put their models past um, governments and things to check for national security you know uh, things um uh, and so i mean you know that's that's good um 
And then you've got um, a load of um, a panel of experts who are going to publish an annual report on the changing risks of AI, which mm. I imagine is going to be not wildly exciting, but uh, you never know. Do you? I mean, you know, they, maybe they'll surprise on the upside. Um, but then um, uh, I think also um, it just got debate going and, and the, everyone was there at the same time. This is the important thing. They were all there at the same time. So I think that's really good. It's a good start. It's not the. It's not you know. It's just the beginning of a a, a long, long road, um, with many a winding turn. And uh, and so I think that. Uh, and the other thing that was interesting as well is that they're almost perfect timing. Um, a story has emerged about. Um, there's this academic in i think it was australia in australia so he was providing he was doing some paper or something um for the uh, as part of an australian parliamentary inquiry and he actually quoted and this was a an inquiry on um i think it was consultants uh, consultancies uh, so the mm. consultancy industry and um he actually used some um, a data, data for, that he got from um, a Bard, so Google's Bard chatbot, which proved to be wrong. And I just thought, I mean, you know, he's probably, uh, you know, d done lots of studying uh, and lots of teaching, but what an absolute idiot. Uh, well, a lazy idiot at that. Now, I mean, to get to do what he was doing, presumably he's had a life of research and, you know, doing doing all this and doing it properly. And then he goes and does, <laughs> I mean, why would you do, why would you, if you are so, if you are good at what you do, why would you go to Bard and ask Bard? You would know that you, you would know your, your sources. You would, you would be very careful in choosing those sources, not just, type it into a chatbot i mean you know maybe maybe left left it he got the deadline you know he left it right to the end of the deadline and then thought oh i don't know oh no i know what i'll just put it to bars what an idiot on, on an intellectual level i can kind of understand why you'd be intrigued if i want to test whether bars could churn out some good kind of material for you i yeah. get that but you'd flip him, flat, fact check it, wouldn't you? You would, you would, you'd sit there and go, let's see what it gives me, and I'm now going to use my source and see if they exactly. match. Just exactly. Go, oh, I've used it. Oh, it's turned out an answer. It must be right. Yeah, absolute I mean, idiot. Idiot. The new story we've seen about chat chatbots recently trying yeah. to convince that that one. I still remember that one we talked about on the podcast oh months ago about yeah. the uh, journalist where the chatbot was trying to convince him to leave his wife. Yeah. And also, I like, if you, yeah, yeah. Even if you just read that story, you go, oh, "I'm not going to 100 percent trust what yeah. this is giving me as being, well, as being factually accurate." Yeah. And there was that thing a few months back where they had there was a I think it was again this was I think this was a not no 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 it was New York um, where there was um, a lawyer try to argue a case and you uh, in 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 a, a new york court uh, and argued a case using a um another case that didn't exist um and you know it's just you just can't rely you cannot rely on it especially if it's very important like this i mean i think for at the moment i'm sure that in the future it will be good but yeah. for the moment I think that it's good as a guideline or maybe prompts you to, to you know, uh, as to what direction to go in. But to actually just go, oh, actually, I'll just use this. It's just, 
not good enough. And uh, so anyway, so I thought that was quite funny. So, you know, we've got this AI conference at the moment. We're all talking about when it should be used, what are the dangers and all that kind of stuff. And then this this um, this academic does that does that, and it just goes to illustrate again um, the dangers of using AI. Um, well, Do you see the um, the actual thing? I think closed off last night with a, with a, a kind of an interesting in conversation event with um, Rishi Sunak and Elon Musk chatting mm-hmm. about AI. Mm-hmm. And there was some, I mean, there was some bizarre content in that conversation. One of I think. Elon Musk was doing his standard thing of talking about robots that can chase you anywhere and AI, mm. meaning that you know, no one will have to work ever again because it will mm. end paid work. But one thing I thought was interesting, they both, one of the things they agreed on, God, profusely agreed on, was the fact there needs to be some variety of referee or mm. regulatory authority or something put in place quickly to keep an eye on supercomputers. Because yeah. like I said, there is so much this at the moment where people are going, oh, isn't this fantastic technology? And it either gives you something false or mm. it's getting clever enough to make stuff up and fool you. And the, 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 the kind of focus on that part of the conversation was we really need to find a way of regulating this and keeping an eye on it. Because mm. clearly, as you can see from these other news stories, you can't rely on the information you get from it yet. Mm. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So there we go. I mean, um, you know, watch this space. Loads going to happen. I mean, this is just going to develop and develop, isn't it? So um, it's a event, which I mean... If- it might not have been, but I, I think, like you said, getting all those people in one room and with that amount of power, and like you said, from all over the world, and it seems to have been a really successful event and a really mm. good kind of first step towards getting a, gra- a grasp of AI and how mm. we're going to deal with it moving forward. I, I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. Absolutely. So there we go. Um, so, yes, I think we'll better leave it for, for, for today. Um, but uh, just to say um, that if any anyone um, who's listening to this um attended the webinar yesterday thank you very much um and it was it, uh, you know we did our uh, an inaugural um competition which which was great and we had finalists they did a great job um and i would say one of the i think one of the best things about that competition and how it went yesterday was how supportive everyone was of the finalists you know they mm. were really nice lots of you know positive comments and you know the finalists did an absolutely brilliant job um so so i really you know i'm i'm glad that happened um we'll do we you know we we will definitely do um some more stuff i've got some ideas um on that on how we can do more kind of commercial awareness stuff like that uh, going forward um so watch this space but uh, just uh, congratulations to jack for winning um but like i say it was very close everyone did really well um so thank you very much indeed yeah fantastic job everyone it sounds like like that sounds like a re- real success well yeah done. so it's good and, and um the the other thing is to say that the prices of watson's daily subscriptions will be going up from monday so if you want to have the um you know the access as per is on the website at the moment you need to you need to subscribe now um otherwise you will be paying higher uh, more money or you'll be paying the same money but getting less access so um if you want to if you've been hankering after it now is the time anyway um i'll leave it there thank you very much indeed um for your inputs uh, as always duncan much appreciated yeah, thanks for having me it's been a fantastic week as always no problem. <laughs> no problem um and thank you very much for listeners for listening um really appreciate it thank you for supporting this uh, podcast uh, we'll leave it there many thanks bye thanks, Peter. bye